Welcome to Trusting the Truth with Samuel Tolley, where we view the world through the lens of Jesus Christ. We do not view Jesus Christ through the lens of the world. How are you doing? It's Samuel Tolley. And today's topic is dragging us down. We have this phenomenal... Well, infamous, demonic, whatever you want to call it, attraction in our society to this drag queen situation. I mean, 30 years ago, this would have never been a subject spoken of in normal society unless it was done facetiously or something to laugh about or somebody's secular perversions that they were going to see. And the strange thing is this this is not even something that is talked about today in people's secular perversion. This thing has been mainstream to the point where they want to drag our children into it. And they want to normalize it. And what they're really doing go back and I think choose if my stream comes and goes unfortunately these people are having issues today hopefully it doesn't <clears throat> I saw a warning so it may have kicked off for a second anyway um, this situation reminds me of 30 or something odd years ago when this LBGTQ society presented themselves to the normal Christian American society. And they they claimed that we were, were not allowing them to be to normal. They claimed that all they wanted to do was live their life. And we were of the opinion that their lifestyle was the base, that it was ungodly, that it was dangerous that it was something that normal society should abhor and it should not be accepted. But we got feedback from so many different people saying, oh, you're being unfair, you know, this, that, and other. <clears throat> we let our guard down and we allowed them to come out of the closet as it were, because they weren't gonna harm us. They weren't gonna harm our children. They weren't gonna mess with our institutions. They weren't gonna mess with our biblical foundation. They weren't going to mess with marriage. All of that was a lie. Just like a cancer, they have infected everything. And in everything they do, it is just getting worse like a cancer. And it's killing off everything. And now, 
they're being voracious in their attitude. No more are they humble. No more are they kind. No more are they conciliatory. Whereas before it was like, you know, we just want to live our life. Now it's, you better accept us. You are the ones that got a problem. Now, I, I do not believe for one minute that this attitude just happened. I believe that the attitudes they have, they've always had, but they didn't feel that they had the power to express that attitude openly. Now they have the media, they have the entertainment industry, they have many politicians, and they have many wolves and sheep's clothing masquerading as men of God or women of God on their side. And they're being forceful and vigorous, and they're demanding that the Church of Jesus Christ and anybody else that don't like what they have to offer, well, we'll show an article by one Hollywood celebrity, and I want to show, let you see what she has to say. <clears throat> see here. Let me get this other thing out of my screen. Uh, bear with me for a second. I got something up here I don't want up here. Okay, there we go. Now let's look at Charlie, Charlie's Theron. I guess that's her name. I don't really watch her movies. The title, Charlie Theron vows F blank blank K anybody who tries to F blank blank K with LGBTQ people. I mean, it doesn't get much clearer than that, folks. You know, actress Charlie Theron issued a warning to opponents of the LBGT community Sunday night during the Drag Isn't Dangerous fundraising. Now, isn't that the topic? They had this show, I guess, where they were raising money for these people. Theron, who has a transgender daughter and a long history of being a supporter of the LGBTQ rights, appeared with a group of friends in a pre-tape segment in which she told the drag community that she has their collective backs, saying... We love you, queens. We're in your corner, and we've got you, and I will blank anyone up who's trying to blank with any of you guys. Well, she, she, I don't know what she, you know, running her mouth. But if Christians would have said stuff like this, oh, it'd be all over the news everywhere. A statement which seemed to reference gun violence came later, with Theron adding her love of all things LGBTQ. There are so many things hurting and really killing our kids, and we all know what I'm talking about right now, and it ain't no drag queen. Because if you ever seen a drag queen lip sync for her life, it only makes you happier. First of all, when you see a drag queen, you're seeing a man 
And if he's lip syncing, he ain't lip syncing for her life. I guess he would be lip syncing for his life, pretending that he's a her. It only makes you love more. It makes you a better person, she declared. This woman just got through threatening people that don't accept the, the theology. And I'll call it theology because I think these people have made a God in and of themselves because they're rejecting the God of the Bible. <clears throat> that if we are opposed to it, that she will F us up. Yeah, I remember reading about or seeing a, a, a video. I may have posted it a couple of weeks ago where this man, another drag queen, was talking about if anybody tries to stop him from going into the ladies' room, that's going to be the last thing they do. What happened to all the love? You know, the, the love seems to only flow one way with these people, just like the pro-choice portion of these folks the only choice they want you to do is to be able to kill your kid okay as breitbart news reported the drag isn't dangerous telethon was staged to raise money to combat what backers say is rising anti-lgbtq legislation and we need more we need more what grown folks want to do in the privacy of their house that's their business. I would prefer they listen to the gospel of Jesus Christ and they get saved. Having said that, <clears throat> they can do whatever the heck they want to do as long as it doesn't bother us and our kids. And the problem is with these folks, they are trying to indoctrinate our kids and in many cases are in, even in, in the school district or the school system. And one of the reasons why I believe they're trying to indoctrinate our kids is because they are not a self-generating uh, society. Men and women. Get together and they procreate and they regenerate their society. These people. <coughs> excuse me. Allergy season. These people who get together with each other and then pretend like they're opposite of what they are don't regenerate each other. So they got to get new people from someplace. And many of these folks are attracted to kids. Why else? Why do grown men, grown men, sit around there and prance around like women? in front of little kids. It makes no sense. I mean, and, and it's not like they don't dress up as business people and, and teach little kids skills, which would be perverse in and of itself. No, but they dress up as outlandish females and they masquerade and they do a bunch of sensuous imitations of women. I mean, it's like you're getting your proverbial sick rocks off and you're getting them off with an audience of minors. The four-hour live stream event was designed to be a celebration of all things drag. Dang, I missed it. I didn't know about it. A four-hour live stream event. And reportedly delivered more than 
a half a million dollars from 5,000 individual donors. Wow, that's a lot of money. The event also sought to join vocal opposition to anyone questioning or challenging LGBTQ has already happened publicly in Florida. Organizers said the recent demonization of drag culture, there's such a thing, has been greatly upsetting and completely shocking, which is, let's see here, why they wanted to step out of the shadows and show the world their gender orientation. Well, the LBGTQ um, effort to step out of the shadows and show the world has been greatly upsetting and completely shocking to us of the born again Christian, of the Bible believing crowd, people to take this seriously. So what's good for the goose is good for the gander. Theron previously backed the LGBTQ community in 2018 when she attacked President Donald Trump and accused his administration of violating transgenders, people's basic human rights, Breitbart News reported. And you know what's, you know what's going on now? We, Bible-believing people, are greatly upset because transgenders are violating our rights. We got these males pretending to be females competing against females. You hardly hear about any females pretending to be males competing against them. I can't recall hearing any. I mean, I heard about some female challenging a dude to boxing or MMA and it didn't go too well. But we got these males you know, and whether they got their junk removed or not, they're still males. But most of them I'm reading about, the stuff is still there. Out running women in track, swimming, all kinds of stuff. And our girls are suffering because of it. You know, look, if you're an adult and you want to disfigure yourself, you want to... Uh, reorganize your appearance. I, 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 I'm against it, but go for it. And then get your own group of people and you guys compete against each other. Leave us who want to live how God made us alone. We don't want to deal with that. But you guys are not interested in that. You guys are about changing society and you say you're not dangerous well it's so dangerous it's to the point now where you guys um are infecting our children with this mindset and it's so dangerous that even normal conversation isn't acceptable normal identity is not acceptable with you people and i don't understand it you know i was trying to uh upload 
one other article. Uh, here it is. Okay. I want to show you a short video. And it pertains to the next article I want to read. Well, partly. This 12-year-old boy, you may say that the LGBTQ community isn't dangerous, but they're trying to change the attitude of our children. This 12-year-old boy caught hell in school because he wore a shirt that said there's only two genders. I, I know, I know that all of a sudden in the year 2023, you can have multiple genders. Some say 50, 65, who knows how many. But there are still those of us alive and well in the world who believe what God said in Genesis. And God said, let us make man after our image. He didn't let him make a male and female. He didn't make him trans. He just made two genders, a male and a female. Anything else is an error. So these people are saying that God made a mistake. If, in fact, they claim that they believe in God, which some of them say they do, like this Dalon Mulvaney person. But in this clip, you're going to see part of the speech in front of the Board of Education where this little boy presented his, his petition. And you're going to see something else that's even more horrible. Where this man, I mean a man, is raising his son. As a girl. And we'll get back to the article. Watch this real quick. Okay. A 12-year-old boy attending middle school in Middleborough, Massachusetts, was sent home from school recently for wearing a T-shirt, which teachers complained made some students feel unsafe. The shirt that Liam Morrison wore looked like this one, with five words. There are only two genders. Liam recently told the school board that he refused to remove the shirt because he was only stating facts. I have been told that my shirt was targeting a protected class. Who is this protected class? Are their feelings more important than my rights? I don't complain when I see pride flags and diversity posters hung throughout the school. Do you know why? because others have a right to their beliefs just as I do. Even at 12 years old, I have my own political opinions and I have a right to express those opinions. Even at school, this right is called the First Amendment to the Constitution. I feel like these adults were telling me that it wasn't okay for me to have an opposing view. Their arguments were weak, in my opinion. I didn't go to school that day to hurt feelings or cause trouble. I have learned a lot from this experience. I learned that a lot of other students share my view I learned that adults don't always do the right thing or make the right decisions. Liam probably learned more about the adult world that day than he did throughout the entire school year. Yes, Liam, adults make a lot of poor decisions that affect children, like this father in the UK, who has a significant number of followers on TikTok. He's raising his son as a girl. Let's pray he doesn't force the child to undergo life-altering gender reassignment surgery. Folks, I don't understand why any father would want his son to become his daughter, or why Western society is now obsessed with children changing their sex. I do know that God loves that little boy, 
and all of us, just the way He created us. As we distance ourselves from Him, we try to become our own God. Instead of God making us in His image, we create ourselves in our image, the one we have of ourselves. And no matter how much we pretend we are God, we're not. We have never been God. We never will be. Well, that's it today from the Global Lane. Be sure to follow us on the CBN News and NRB channels, social media, and our broadcast affiliates. And until next time, be blessed. Uh, see a grown man do that to his son. It's criminal. I mean, it's just criminal. I mean, I, I like like the gentleman said. I pray that he doesn't put his child up for life-altering. What they call what what they call in this uh, generation gender affir affirming health care. Yeah, that, that that's 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 the term they use here in the United States. Gender affirming health care. When they take a little boy, and they and they they take his penis and reconstruct it to some kind of fake vagina. And they take a girl and give her a double mastectomy. And I just saw a show the other day where, in fact, the medical people that do these kind of uh, butcherous procedures know that they have patients for life. They were talking about, they were estimating that the cost would be something like $30,000 a year just to maintain these people just to maintain them so <clears throat> yeah the drag queen and drag kings I, that's something i'm gonna have to deal with later yeah this stuff is very dangerous and it's dangerous how they're trying to manipulate and destroy our children but getting back to the 12 year old boy let's look at this article pertaining to him Where it says a 12 year old was sent home for wearing, or there are only two gender t shirt. It says a video of a middle school student denounced his school for punishing him for wearing a t shirt declaring that there are only two genders has gone viral as the child's family considers legal action against the school district. The Twitter account of Lives for TikTok posted a video of Liam Morrison, a 12-year-old student at Nicholas Middle School in Middleburg, Borough, Massachusetts, addressing his school committee last week. I applaud you, young man. We need more bold young men. And I applaud your parents and I applaud your father for raising you up to be a strong young man, to raising you up to stand up for right, stand in the face of tyranny and to present yourself in a strong but yet respectful manner to adults who should be looking over you, protecting you, instead of folks trying to force you to conform to nonsense. As of Monday afternoon, the video has received 
3.9 million views. The video taken from a school committee meeting on April 13th shows a student explaining that he never thought that the, let me get you lined up with me. Hold on here. Boom. Thought that the shirt he wore to school on March 21 would lead to me, would lead me to speak with you today. On that Tuesday morning, I was taken out of gym class to sit down with two adults from what turned out to be a very uncomfortable talk. I was told that people were complaining about the words on my shirt, that my shirt was making some students feel unsafe, he recalled. You know, this is one of the weirdest things that I'm hearing these days, that free speech makes people feel unsafe. Why should you feel unsafe? Right, have we gotten so soft that we can't even engage in a difference of opinion? And little kids, supposedly, they told me that I wasn't in trouble, but it sure felt like I was. He wasn't in trouble, but they took him out of his class about his shirt. <clears throat> Added Morrison, recounting that school officials said he must remove his shirt before he could return to class. So he wasn't in trouble, but they wanted him to remove his shirt. When I nicely, I love this, when I nicely told them that I didn't want to do that, they called my father. He said Morrison noted that his shirt contained five simple words proclaiming, there are only two genders. Praise the Lord. That's what we need. If, if, if Christians would have their children that are in public schools stand up like this young man, we'd deal with this culture war quickly. Morrison insisted that the word on his shirt amounted to nothing harmful, nothing threatening, just a statement I believe to be a fact. The world is round, but they want him to think it's flat. I've been told that my shirt was targeting a protected class. Now, isn't that interesting? We've fallen into a society or our society has fallen into this culture of, of blind stupidity where we're going to make protected classes out of somebody's delusion. And, and those of us those of us who are still normal, we're not a protected class. We're supposed to go along with the delusion. So we're supposed to go along with folks that have a warped mentality when our mentality hasn't been warped. But they're a protected class, but we're not. There was a time when you had a mental illness that you would treat the people who were mentally ill and you would leave uh, normal, mentally competent society alone. He continued, who is this protected class? Are their feelings more important than my rights? I love it. Intellectual, 12-year-old. I don't complain when I see pride flags and diversity posters hung throughout the school. Do you know why? Because others have a right to their beliefs just as I do. This guy is sharp. This guy is, he's, in, he's great. 
12 years old. I can't believe it. Morrison said he received no pushback from his classmates or teachers due to the shirt. Several kids told me that they supported my actions and that they wanted a shirt too. I was told that the shirt was a disruption of learning. No one got up and stormed out of the class. No one burst into tears. I'm sure I would have noticed if they had. Morrison outlined examples of actions he witnessed on a daily basis that constitute disrupting of learning, including kids acting out in class. He lamented, he lamented that nothing is done to address disruptive behavior. Why do the rules apply to one yet not another? I feel like these adults were telling me that it wasn't okay for me uh, to have an opposing view. Their arguments are weak, in my opinion, he asserted. Man, I think his dad's been teaching him. I can't imagine he's got this much intellect and logic at such a young age. After maintaining that he didn't go to school that day to hurt feelings or cause trouble, Morrison summarized what he learned from his experience. I learned that a lot of other students share my view. I learned that adults don't always do the right thing or make the right decisions. Morrison concluded by expressing confidence that wearing his shirt with those five words was well within his First Amendment rights. He shared his hope that the school committee will speak up for the rest of us so we can express ourselves without being pulled out of class, predicting that next time it may not only be me because there might be more students that decide to speak out. This guy, whoa, he, he's, he's letting them know. The Christian Post reached out to Middleburg Public School for comment. A response was not received by press time. On an April 27th letter <clears throat> compiled by Massachusetts Family Institute staff attorney Samuel Whiting, elaborated on Morris's experience, identifying the adults who confronted him about the shirt as acting principal Heather Tucker and an unnamed school counselor. Whitey said the student missed the rest of his classes that day and his education because his father and stepmother were forced to pick him up when he declined to remove his shirt. The letter recounted a conversation between Morris's father and the Middleburg superintendent of schools, Carolyn Lyons, where the school district leader pointed to the shirt as a violation of the school's dress code, which declares Clothing must not state, imply, or depict hate speech or imagery that targets groups based on race, ethnicity, gender, sexual orientation, gender identity, religious affiliation, or any other classification. Well, gee, I guess they shouldn't have a shirt that says nothing. Maybe go bears. <sighs> In addition to accusing the school district of violating Morris's free speech rights, Whitey described the dress code policy pertaining to hate speech as unconstitutional. How is it hate speech to say there's only two genders? There are only two genders. Everybody knows that. 
Even these people that's running around saying there's multiple genders, they know there's only two genders. He cited banners, flags, and curricula at the school as evidence of his position on gender theology and that it was unconstitutionally picking and choosing speech that it favors and disfavors. Yeah, they got pride. Like he said, they got pride flags and stuff up there. How come they didn't hate speech to Christians? By allowing speech that supports gender identity ideology, but forbidding speech that opposes it. There you go. Very good uh, point, Pops. School started a fight. Whoa. What did I miss here? Hold on, people. I'm missing something. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't show you guys the next page. I got all hung up in it. Okay, let me move on to the last page. Sorry about that, but I read it. The letter written on behalf of Morrison and his father, a stepmother, concluded by warning the school district that it could find itself subject to legal action if it opts to interfere with the student's ability to wear the shirt again. You know, um, if you're going to make a policy on hate speech, but you're going to allow pride shirts and all that kind of stuff, well, that's an abomination. I mean, homosexuality is a biblical abomination. So that's hate speech if you're a Christian to, to permit that. Morrison's idea was, okay, you guys want to do this stuff? Fine. You know, you could, you know, he, he, he didn't complain. He's going to let them do their thing. Well, see, this is all part of this LGBTQ plus society, culture, whatever you want to call it. You live the way we want you to live. You don't live the way you want to live. And but the Christian mindset was this. OK. And, and I think this was the Christian mindset when we proverbially let them out of the closet. Okay, fine. You can live your life. We're going to live our life. And let's examine the lives and see which one is more foundational. Which one is going to lead to everlasting life? Which one is disruptive or rotting and which one is growing? But that's not the case. Once these folks came out, they want to push us out and see and one way they had to push us out is to get rid of our kids or to get rid of our kids from have a biblical mindset. And like I said before, this ideology, let me get this out of here. This ideology um, helps ferment um, a separation. And there's got to be a separation because if you're biblically minded, you're not going to stand for this stuff. And those people that say they're biblically minded but do stand for it are being foolish because the LBGTQ community understands completely that their lifestyle of choice does not agree with biblical principles. 
and they have no intention of stopping it. So what they intend to do is to stop us and to get us out of the way. We can stay, we can believe the Bible as long as we shut up and keep it to ourselves. But that's ungodly too, because the Bible tells us to go into the outer world and make disciples of all men. The Bible tells us also, like it says in um, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 27, abstain from all appearance of evil. We can't do that if we're silent in this matter. We can't do that if we go along with this mess. Bible tells that men dressing like women and women dressed like men are an abomination. So the Christian has to step up or he's no longer being the Christian. And they understand that. They understand that completely. But if we shut up, we go along to get along. If we let stupid laws like HB5 get through that, that Pelosi tried to put through several years ago that made it illegal for churches not to hire uh, homosexuals and lesbians, and I'm talking about homosexuals and lesbians that qualify for a job, but they are not renouncing their, 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 their blasphemous anti-Christian lifestyle, that the churches would be in trouble. That's all part of the, the philosophy of corroding the church from around the edges. One, I don't get that. One of the ways that they're really, let me take this sucker off. One of the ways that they're really trying to corrode the church around the edges is through our children. And this, like I said, this drag queen thing, this thing is deadly and nasty. But if they, 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 they've infiltrated the schools, the, the, the government, the libraries, all this stuff. I'm going to show you a short clip from this drag queen. I think it's called Little Miss Hot Thing. Ain't nothing little about this person. And the only way I can see this person being hot is if you have... Uh, a strange mind but this is this clip is from an educational system that's set up for these people to teach our children look at this hi everybody my name is little miss hot mess and i'm so excited to be here with you today I am a drag queen and a children's book author. And you may be wondering to yourself, what on earth is a drag queen? Well, don't worry, because I'm going to tell you. Drag queens, we are everyday people who love to play, pretend, and dress up as often as we can. We love to wear shiny, sparkly outfits with all of our sequins and all of our glitter and a lot of jewelry and maybe a little too much makeup and big hair and big personalities. We like to perform on stage. We like to sing and dance and tell jokes. Sometimes we like to lip sync, which is when we move our mouths to other people's songs. But drag queens also are leaders in our community. And if you ask me, pretty good role models. Drag queens have long histories of raising money for causes and organizations in our communities. 
we often lead pride parades or perform to make people feel happy and joyful, maybe when times are a little bit sad. Drag queens also love to speak our minds and stand up for what we believe in. Some drag queens have even run for president. So being a drag queen is all about being bold, shining bright, and showing a little bit of bravery, being willing to step outside the box and to dance to our own beat sometimes. So today I am going to read from my own book, The Hips on the Drag Queen Go Swish, Swish, Swish. Swish, Swish, Swish. Did you look at that cover? <laughs> the cover. There are three drag queens and one of them had a big old mustache. The perversion is accelerating, folks. It's not, it's not good enough just to pretend like you're a woman. Now you can pretend like you're a woman with men facial hair. You know, it's, 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 it's like you, you, you're falling into a pit of lasciviousness and, and debauchery and it's not good enough. You have to continue to fall, keep getting deeper and deeper and deeper. You know, I think the Bible calls it in, in, in Romans where, you know, these people got so bad that God gave them over to a reprobate mind. You know, it reminds me back in Genesis and in, in, in Sodom when the two angels came to visit Lot. And the, the, the men of the town wanted to come into the house where Lot was keeping the angels so they could have sex with the visitors. And, and Lot was trying to keep them out. And they threatened Lot and said, you know, we'll do worse to you than we're going to do to them. So the angels blinded the men of the town. They were outside. They wanted to get in. Blinded them. But their mind was so reprobate. Their mind was so gone that even though they could not see, they continued to grapple at the door to try to get in to get them. Think about that. I mean, I, I think that if all of a sudden I got struck with blindness, no matter what I was doing, I would be concerned about being struck with blindness. But not these guys. Their mind was so twisted that it was just gone. And, and our society is so twisted. You know, just like right now, we, we, we got a recruiting problem in the military because many God-fearing folks are getting out and are not going in because of all this woke, crazy stuff. And I got a little short clip I want to show you about the United States Navy. The United States Navy, in an effort to produce more recruits, decided to use a Navy personnel, some queer person, as a drag queen. Now, let's, let's just think about this logically. What kind of person do you think that would attract to come into the Navy? Do you think that that would attract a God-fearing patriot to sign up or some kind of 
God-hating homosexual that would love to be around a bunch of men. A bunch of, you know, just a sodomite's heaven. Take a look. That makes my stomach hurt watching that. Drag, dragging us down is what this mess is doing. One final thing. As of the making of this video, we're a few days away from Mother's Day. And now companies are starting to get a little nervous because of what happened with Bud Light. Because now citizens are starting to stand up to some of these folks. So now these, these companies are in a quagmire. I said, wait a minute, we can't, we can't disrupt our, our, our LBGTQ folks, but we don't make enough money off them. So we, we got to do something. So look at this. Uh, Let's, let, let, let's walk through this article right here real quick. These companies are sending out trigger warnings ahead of Mother's Day. <laughs> some, Amer some of America's biggest companies are send sending out <clears throat> the equivalent of trigger warnings for their customers ahead of Mother's Day while featuring LGBT messaging on their websites. A now viral thread from Twitter user Arizona Informer shows several screenshots of opt-out messaging from Kroger, Levi Strauss, DoorDash, and other well-known companies with languages that include calling Mother's Day triggering. You know, when I was growing up, and uh, I was born in 52, so... In our early 60s, Levi's was my favorite jeans. Loved Levi's. And we wore Levi's red tag, <clears throat> you know, my crew going to junior high and high school. But I started boycotting, boycotting Levi's. I can't even think now. Maybe 30 years ago, 25, 20. I don't know. Whenever they went mainstream woke before woke was mainstream, I quit Levi's just like I quit target about four or five years ago when they decided to start um letting men in women's restrooms in california because he said if you identify as a woman they let you in there 
And I didn't, I didn't, I didn't get on social media and tell anybody this stuff. I just did it. And I think Bible believing Christians should do it. Just like, you know, the Bud Light thing. A lot of people just couldn't take it. But if all of us would stand up to these companies that just go stupid, then maybe we will get some kind of action from them a lot quicker. They'll recognize where how their bread is buttered. Uh, the tweet from Arizona Informer read, something very strange is happening with big corporations out of nowhere. No, they out of nowhere. They're getting nervous. At Kroger-owned uh, Fry's Food Stores, K Jewelers, Hallmark, and now DoorDash have all sent out sent opt-out of Mother's Day emails to their customer base. This is not organic. Kroger's own Fry's food stores, for instance, shared an opt-out message was read in part, we know Mother's Day and Father's Day can be sensitive times for some. Since when? Uh, the company's website also includes an LGBT Pride Month celebration page featuring the transgender flag and a human rights campaign. So, you know, June's a big training month or not LBG, excuse me, LBGT, whatever month. And these folks like to be inclusive. Now, if they just leave it on their website, a whole lot of folks aren't going to go look and see it. But if they go out there in the streets with this sucker like Bud Light did, uh, I don't know how many of them are going to be bold enough to do it. Like that lingerie company. I don't know the name of it. And I've seen women said that the hell with them. I'm done with that. When they got that dude up there in women's bras and draws. <clears throat> okay. Equality, equality logo. HRC also advocates for same-sex parenting and families on its website. The opt-out note from Levi's took a slightly more casual approach. Before we start bombarding you with mom-related content, we just want to check in first. We know motherhood and all the associated feelings, emotions, and memories can be tricky and even triggering for some people. The last thing we want to do is hit you with celebratory yay mom energy that doesn't match up with your vibe. Let me translate. We don't want you to see two moms celebrating or two dads front celebrating Mother's Day and you get pissed off because they ain't never worried about nobody triggering. They ain't never, I mean, people lose their mothers and their fathers every year. You know, I've lost my mother back in the 80s and I ain't never seen an advertisement. Well, you know, it might be triggering uh, to talk about Mother's Day. No, they know because society, because normal people, that do not believe in this LGBTQ stuff are starting to get their full. They're, start, they're tired of this stuff being rammed down their throat. And they're tired of their children being indoctrinated with this. And, people, and these folks don't want to lose the money. So now they're trying to, they're, 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 they're trying to thread the needle. Well, hey, we, we won't send you nothing. We, you know, we're hoping we don't make you mad. By contrast, uh, Levi's marked so-called Pride Month last year by releasing a gender-free skirt. 
so that anybody who wants to wear a skirt can wear the skirt. See, I haven't worn Levi's in years. Not, you know, I used to love them, but I, I ain't give them a dime, nothing, zero, nada. You know, I don't have to live that way. <clears throat> San Francisco-based DoorDash, meanwhile, wrote an opt-out message saying, we understand Mother's Day may be a difficult time for some. Why? Since when? Since they started getting nervous about consumers not wanting this crap. Last year, DoorDash celebrated Pride Month with a drag bingo event and was named one of the best places to work for the LGBT uh, equality by HRC. And see this HRC, I think this is some group uh, human rights campaign that you better get you a bunch of LGBTQ. You better get you this many, such, such, this many, such, such, this many, such, and such. Are we going to be mad at you? Well, be mad. I don't care. And that's what they should say. We, we're going to cater to our the folks. We're going to sell our product. We're not here to sell your sexual proclivities. That's what these businesses should be telling folks. With a headline reading, we're here for you, Kay's Jeweler, which is owned by Signet Jewelers, shared a message which read in part, we know Mother's Day can be a challenging time which is why we want to know if you'd rather not receive Mother's Day related emails. I've never seen this stuff before. Why don't you just not send the crap? Case Jewelers is also dedicated, has a dedicated pride page, which features several same sex couple kissing and a banner announcing a partnership with HRC. That's it. We have to stand with this stuff. It's all about us making our equity quota. <clears throat> so what's this all about? A part, according to NPR, stems from painful reminders for those who lost loved ones during the Corona virus pandemic, an effort which appeared to gain some positive feedback and drive other companies to follow suit. I ain't buying that. I am not buying that one. Reaction to this year's batch of Mother's Day opt-out messages was mixed on social media. With conservative political commentator Charlie Kirk tweeting, can we opt out of Pride Month spam too? That's something. Others like Michelle, I'm not going to try to pronounce her last name, supported the effort. Props to Hallmark. They sent an email giving me an opt-out option of Mother's Day emails slash text. <clears throat> I did. That was really cool of them. As I miss my mom so much and getting emails to remind me rips my heart out all over again. My mom's been gone since the 80s. This stuff, every, you know, folks got to your mother and still, God bless you. Enjoy her while she's here. We can't be so soft that we're just, everything makes us, you know, gushy. But for Christians, focus on the families. Marty Mikowski says, honoring our mothers isn't about political alignment. It's about doing what Jesus himself did. The cross provides the most touching scene 
in the life of Christ and his love for his mom. Mary followed Jesus up the hill that day to Golgotha. Mikowski wrote Thursday, there are there as he struggled to catch his breath, he called out to John to care for his mother after his death. Okay. Finish this thing up. He cited the 19th chapter of the Gospel of John. When Jesus saw his mother and the disciple whom he loved standing nearby, he said to his mother, woman, behold your son. Then he said to the disciple, behold your mother. From that hour, the disciple took her as his own, excuse me, from that hour, the disciple took her to his own home. As followers of Jesus, Mikowski said, we should follow his example when it comes to our own moms. Work is to instill confidence in your mom that you will care for her needs and help her with her problems, he said. What an honor it is if your mom, in the face of difficulty, can go to those around you and have the confidence to say, do whatever he tells you, knowing you will make uh, decisions for her best. Now, that's nice. And I'm with Kurt. Are they going to offer opt-out for Pride Month? I'm inclined to think they want you to opt out for this Mother's Day because now I understand that men can be mothers or that two women are, are due mothers. But I think the boycott of Bud Light is making a lot of folks nervous, you know, because of the mass majority of people grab a hold to another product the way they've grabbed a hold of Bud Light. It can run them out of business. And I think Bud Light <clears throat> may run out of business. Um, I mean, that brand, uh, Anheuser-Busch, probably will still remain. But people have gotten to the point where they're speaking with their dollars. And as Christians, we should speak with our dollars, but we should speak up first of all and foremost through the word of God. You know, we should never allow these suckers to take control of us to have um, anything that we're going to honor more than Jesus Christ or that we're not going to speak out against evil because he was the light of the world and we're supposed to be the light now that he's gone. We're supposed to let our light shine, you know. Not put it under a bushel, but let it shine for the world to see because we are his ambassadors and we are supposed to speak for truth, righteousness, and his word, regardless of the consequences, regardless of who likes it, and regardless of who doesn't like it. You know, we're not here to offend folks, but folks will be offended because I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ, and neither should you be if you are his son. This is Sam Tolley, and I'm out.